right, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Intel Within Podcasts. Myself, Chris Burke. Got my co-host here, Brandon Gresham. Um, we had a little bit of a hiccup on the first one, but you know, thank right. God we had a, a good team that caught it. So now we're rolling. You know, yeah, a little we hiccup. We're rolling. Uh, so yeah, just a little bit about why we created a podcast channel is wanting to reach out and have a platform to talk through like um like how brandon was saying last time um you know i'm just gonna call you gresham i'm just gonna call you gresham i don't like saying brandon it just makes me feel weird right all right so we're just gonna say Gresham. so we've been talking about it for a while um you know uh, we'll fast forward a little bit talk we'll talk about ourselves but i'm getting uh medically retired unfortunately but fortunately um and you know wanted something to do for fun talk to people um have a topic to talk you know to have a topic to talk about with somebody else that is a uh, intellectual um so yeah so here we you. go yeah yeah of course this you know first episode uh we're going to talk about a lot of stuff it's not just going to be straight military it's not just going to be straight politics this and that we're going to cover everything um him and i both and that's why sports. it's going to be awesome dude it, it's it's going to be great we're gonna have a lot of fun um and huge. yeah, yeah huge. huge so huge. um yeah, let's just jump straight into it. And uh, we have our social media platforms. Uh, we've we got do. Twitter, we've got YouTube, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. Um, and we'll have Dude, Spotify yeah. like, after, like, so we're working on that. Yep, we Go are. Ahead. Spotify, hopefully Apple Podcasts, uh, where you know anywhere yep. you can get podcasts. You know, and, and like you said, man, social media is all out there. Like Tupac said, hit them up, hit them up. Yes, sir. Get on there. Give us a follow, like, share, follow, mm-hmm. subscribe, all that stuff. Turn on the so, notifications uh, dude, so you guys know. That's right, dude. Yeah. Stuff. All right. You get that little ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. We're Turn on the notifications, comment, let us know, you know, what you yeah, like, man. what you don't Show like. We love. don't really care about that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let Show us know what topics love. you no. want us to go over. So, uh, yes. Yeah, let's just sure. jump straight into it, man. Let's, uh, let's, let's go straight into you. Talk a little bit about yourself, brother. Cool, man. Um, so... You know, for anybody that doesn't know, obviously, I'm in the Air Force as well. I've been in since 2010. Um, spent security forces the whole time. Uh, security forces, for those that don't know, it's just uh, another fancy way, the Air Force's way of saying military police, um, security <laughs> specialist, law enforcement specialist, right? Yep. Um, all around mouth breather, pretty much. Um, but, um, you know, first duty station, Malstrom Air Force Base, frozen north, anybody... Uh, Who's been to Malmstrom, FE, Minot, you know what it's all about. Um, that, that security, that dub rat life. And uh, from Malmstrom, after nearly eight years there, uh, off to Germany. And I uh, mm. was a part of the... Sprechen uh, Sie Deutsch. Probably, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, anybody that knows, right? If you have been to Volgaway, you know just how much of a unique mission the 569th is. And I absolutely loved every minute that I was there. Um, and then from, from Germany, PCS to Travis, where I'm, you know, got the, the opportunity to meet this handsome fellow mm. and, um, yeah, man. So 13 years rocking and rolling, just hit 13 years in January. Um, yeah, man, you know, as, as you know, uh, military brat moved around my whole life. My dad was in the air force for like 23 years until Intel analyst. Yeah, man. So we, uh, did he go Virginia, by quick Nebraska. For you? You go by quick. You're, uh, you're you know, thirteen years. I'm thirteen years. Yeah, you know, yeah, he did, did that ten go more by quick? than me. Thirteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah it crazy. has. It's kind of nuts, man. When you know, um, I hit those eight years at Malmstrom, and like sometimes that that felt like it drug wow. on forever. You yeah. know, but um, those three years that I was in Germany, they flew by probably because I was having fun and learning a lot, <laughs> doing a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, you know. It doesn't seem that long ago that I was rolling up to the 321st TRS and, um, you know. Were you nukes the whole enjoying time? Enjoying boot camp at, at Maelstrom? Yeah, yeah. I was. It was, it was a combination. Combina- I was at the same squadron, right? Jeez. So for anybody that doesn't, yeah, anybody that doesn't know, there's multiple security forces squadrons uh, at these bases. Uh, but I was part of the same squadron the whole time. I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to move around, but I did law enforcement and security when I was there. So gates, patrol, law enforcement desk, security down in the, the weapon storage area, mm-hmm. um, area supervisor. So, I mean, anything that that squadron did, I did. Uh, so I got the opportunity to do everything pretty much minus being a flight chief when I was there. Um, okay. 
But I got the opportunity to be a flight chief when I was at, at Bogoway and then again here at Travis. Um, had a couple of what we say back office jobs. But um, yeah, man, uh, 13 years really has flown by. Wow. And it's just one of those things, you know, it seems like a long time, but it doesn't really feel like it sometimes. So isn't it crazy? This is I'm just speaking about the years being in. But remember, we went to um, what was his, uh the chief staff of the Air Force. Remember, we went to that little kind of seminar thing. General Brown. Yeah. And to find out that he is two years away from hitting 40 years in the military is dude. like mind blowing to me. Like, I know, because it's crazy, I, dude, I'm 36. Yeah, like dude. this guy was in the air force pretty much when i was just a little squiggly squiggle moving around you know dude, what i mean yeah it, yep. the one thing that i'll never forget not to jump off track from you but the one thing yeah. that i'll never forget for me for what he said was how he wanted to end bureaucracy and i just kind of chuckled dude. on the inside dude it's just never gonna happen you know and it's just it isn't it, you know yeah. it, it's a great message though it is and um it, it's accurate as hell because uh, yeah. that's what slows down a lot of things. Even even at the tactical level, you know, that, that you and I operate on 99% of the time, there's mm -hmm. red tape, you know, and yep. it just gets in the way. But, you know, I, I honestly really like General Brown. Um, I think he's, his I think he's intelligent. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, military brat, uh, Virginia, Nebraska, Japan, Germany, England, um, you know, all kinds of cultures help shape shape who I am for sure. Yeah. So definitely, man. That's uh so what it what would you say is one of your most memorable trips in places that you visited and that you've seen? You know, just let's just go into that. Memorable trip. Um Japan would have to be getting to climb Mount Fuji and then that's going cool. to see the great Buddha at Kamakura. Okay. Um yeah, man. Dude, um, that's awesome. We did, yeah, we did a sunrise hike up to the top oh, of Mount man. Fuji. I bet that was incredible. got to watch the sun come up. It, it was, man. You know, um, it's a really unique climb because there's that dirt, those paths that you're walking on. It's it's mixed with a lot of volcanic ash, so it's slippery. Wow. Um, but you get up there, and yeah, it's there's a, there's a crater at the top, and we got to watch the sun come up. It was really cold, but, I mean, it was, it was pretty epic. Um, and I actually had the opportunity to have some Japanese friends when I was there. Okay, cool. And um, got to see a lot of their culture, which I think is an incredible culture. Um, I think I've told you this story before, but uh, I had the opportunity to go to a youth center when uh, when I was there. One of my friends, I got to spend the night at his house, and he lived with his grandparents. Their grandparents lived with them, so all mm. all these, um, you know, the family hierarchy was there in the house. But um, the Japanese people have such a traditional, respectful culture. Uh, you know, it's, it's centric on duty. Um, which obviously okay. we can we can really attest to, you know. Um, but Ken, my mm. friend, we we got off the bus off base and went to a Japanese youth center. And um, the first thing he did was help the workers set up snacks for the little kids that were coming um, oh, wow. there to do homework and play. And then he knew and it was explaining to me like, hey, like I'm older and I have to take care of them because these are the kids in my neighborhood. And, you know, he helped with homework and I didn't speak Japanese, so I couldn't help with homework, obviously, unless they just, I wanted these kids to fail, you know, but sure. uh, just, you know, played some, played some mean dodgeball with these kids. And really um, that, that visit has really stuck with me my whole life because it, it just showed just how much they care about one another how and that, that sense of community. Eighth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. That's yeah. And, um, yeah. And Dude, how many eighth graders have you met or do you know that would be willing to just go after school to a youth center and take care of younger kids and and not even be upset about it? Just say, this is my job. This is what I got to do because older people take care of me and it's my job to take care of the younger generation. So, um, yeah, I don't but, know any. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, that's, I very select few. And if there is, it's less than three. So, right, dude, it's a big difference between, uh, you know, our culture and theirs. But, uh, Germany, my favorite trip, um, probably wasn't even in Germany when my dad was stationed there. It was uh, my uh, a trip for school. We went to Italy and we got to oh, go to man. Florence, which I know Oof. you love, dude. Dude, Florence is amazing. Christine and I were talking about um, uh, Florence today. So for the viewers out really? there, when I if I ever mention Christina, that's my wife. So uh, she's also. Um, military as well so she is this one right here she's the army so that's why we're up top right here <laughs> that's dude 
yes. as it should be. Yeah. So it's um, man, Florence is fantastic. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah it is. No, nah, man, that was my that was my favorite trip. My favorite place to go when I was in Germany, uh, like family trip we had would have probably been our trip mm-hmm. to uh, New Schwanstein. Um, which Say is that again. The Disney New Schwanstein. Hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah, dude. So everybody knows the Disney castle. So it's yep. that really famous castle in Germany, the big white no one with the shit. red gate. Yeah. And um, so that's that. what the Disney castle was kind of modeled after. But it, the okay. crazy thing is, is it's not even like when you think of a castle, you think knights, you think trebuchets, you think battering rams. Like, sure. So yeah, yeah. It's not even like a real castle like that, you know? Oh, wow. It never had to defend itself. It's only a couple of hundred years old. It's not like going to uh, like Heidelberg. Where you can see where you know these, or like the Colosseum, uh, <laughs> or the Colosseum, yeah, yeah, you know something that is old and has it, it's yeah. the the battlements and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, man, uh, that definitely shaped who I was for sure and who I am, and I'm thankful for it. So, but um, that's awesome. Yeah, bro. Yeah. What man. a what a good time to Let's... travel the world, experience. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, as I got older, I started falling in love with more of like cultures from other places. And it's not to say that like, I've been like, Oh, I'm like, Oh man, I'm so sick of what's going on in the United States right now. But it's like, mm-hmm. I've been here my whole life. Right. Just like most right. Americans. And I'm like, man, what's, what's on the other side of this fence. And, um, my first trip was, uh, that random spontaneous, uh, trip to Iceland that, um, oh, that Christina and I took. Oh my God, dude. Have you ever been there? Dude, I haven't, but it's bucket list for sure. Dude, it's so it's so awesome. It's so awesome. It's awesome. I could tell by your face, man. And uh, it it looks like like almost like a, a dark fairy tale, some of those like those black beaches, yeah. you know? And I just it's amazing. And so and I just you know what those black beaches quick, are though? Do you know what those are? Is it sulfur? Uh so essentially, yeah. It's uh it's all lava rockets. That's all it is. It's amazing, dude. It's awesome. It's 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 beautiful. Um, but uh, I I like what you said, man. You know, because not a lot of Americans would say what's on the other side of the fence, so to speak. You know, and um, oddly enough, bro, when when I got done, dude, look at you. Reiki <laughs> the places Reiki. we go, bro. This That's uh, right. We'll talk to you about that right. one later. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, when I when I went to college and was you know kind of done traveling for a while until I joined the Air Force, mm. I started telling the the people that had lived in that area where I was in college their whole lives. Like honestly, some of them thought I was just like some stuck up person for having traveled and talking about it. Sure, you know? and it's yeah. just so crazy how kind of closed minded we can be as Americans. So I Privilege. applaud right. I applaud you for wondering what was on the other side of the fence. And, uh, is, knowing yeah best thing i best thing i ever done and it was uh like that little story there like the, kind of the caveat off that was i was looking to go to italy for my 30th birthday because i'm like hey i'm turning 30 let's 30, do it 30. big yeah man and right. so um i was looking for i was God, i think it was like nine months out from that or from my birthday right right random trip pops up and it's like hey let's go to iceland or you know this is what google uh i use google flights by the way so if anybody wants mm-hmm. to get good deals and traveling um when you look at those prices though make sure uh you are in incognito mode uh i Dude, learned no this way. yeah so i learned this uh from a person that travels a ton and they said if you do it in incognito mode it can't trace you and it doesn't track right so if you start looking at flights it's like they're gonna it's gonna show you like all the time it's gonna be so expensive um so yeah it's not storing the cookies from exactly so that's switching. that's what oh, i did okay. oh no i'm sorry i never i never did that but i was told that um so right. that is something that i just now remembered so i wish i would have done that um but anyways so looking to go to italy this random trip pops up on the like the left hand side of the screen and it's like hey let's go to iceland 400 round trip i'm like there's no way and so i clicked on it and it was yeah it just said um Book your flight within two months and literally, literally round trip from uh, DFW, Texas, straight to Iceland, straight flight, seven and a half hours there, 400 bucks round trip. I was like, we're going. I texted Christina. It is so cheap. I couldn't believe it. And um, I'll never forget this. This is so funny. This is like when we first started dating. So 
we started dating the day after her birthday. Okay. And then, which is in August, you know what I'm saying? And then we, two months forward, right? You've got September, then you've got October, two months Mm -hmm. after dating. I was like, Hey, let's go to Iceland. First thing she responded back with was, um, obviously I'm going to go because she never turns anything down. She's like, obviously I'm going to go, but just don't kill me. Cause we never, we didn't really know each other, dude. Don't so, bury me on a black beach somewhere, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't roll me up into the diamond beach that they have there. Um, yes, four hundred dollars round trip. The Airbnb. Yeah, it's called Diamond Beach. So what it is, there's a I think it's an interstate, and it's they call it the Golden Highway. And it's just one highway that goes around the whole island. It takes you about 24 hours to do if you go. Um, okay. I think it's 24 hours. I don't know, I could be wrong. Uh, if anybody out there listening, correct me. I don't know. But anyways, um, so $400 round trip. The Airbnb for seven days was $100. Seven days? Seven days. And um, so you couldn't even get a hotel for a night in the States for $100 anymore. Not, no, even not at even. like government rate. Not not for seven days. Yeah, not a chance. You have to uh, share a bed with a hobo to get a, a rate at $100 a night. Yeah, a hobo in San Francisco Bay where they push homelessness and give them a stipend every month. I mean, why not? They just it's give true. them cash. That's you know, how you get drugs. Yeah. So that's uh, right. anyways, that's right. back to back, back to motel. non-drugs. <laughs> yeah. Back to non-drugs. So $400 round trip, $100 Airbnb, $130 for the car rental, which by the way, in the States, it is called a Suzuki Samurai. And over in Iceland, it's called the Jimny, which I'm pretty sure you've heard of or seen. Looks just yep. like a Suzuki Samurai. And, um, dude, it's such a such a turd moment. They give you this sheet of paper, and it's got um, almost like a silhouette, essentially, of the, of the car. The lady yeah. goes, hey, go out there, look at the car, let me know if you see anything that's wrong with it. If there is, jot it down so that way you're not held responsible. I go out there, first time to Iceland, first time okay. out of the country to like traveling like that um yeah i I look at the tires there's a thousand nails in all the tires my dumb ass was like uh hey i don't know what you guys ran (laughs) over joke yeah and i was like (laughs) i don't know what you guys ran over but there's a bunch of nails in the tire and the lady starts laughing i was like i don't get it and there's other people in there right it's a car rental place right yeah she goes well those are snow tires because it's iceland and i was like I'm sorry. Say last. Yeah. Say I, last. I walked outside and I was like, okay, tires are good to go. Dude, Check. this will this, not bring up anything dude, else. Check. I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And this POS Suzuki or what is it? Something Jimny, whatever it is. Um it had two hundred and twenty-five thousand miles on it. Dude. And that's a lot of golden highway trips. Oh my god! I could. I had to before my arm was destroyed. Obviously, I had to double grab and slam it into every gear almost because what I I shit you not, dude. The synchros in the transmission were so bad. Um, I I literally had to throw it into first with both arms, and you know at that time, um, Holy cow. Dude, I'm I'm not yeah, and and I was like, dude, this is this is hard. I'm like, boom, and then you throw it into second, and then like third, fourth, and fifth were pretty juicy. But I was like, man, this is awful. And um, the out of all the places that I've been, which is not too much, but it, it is still a, a decent amount, I would definitely say Iceland was probably the most um beautiful as far as natural goes um i just couldn't believe it everything that we did everywhere we went was breathtaking we didn't have a plan no itinerary we said we're gonna fly there it's the best way way to go i don't care what anybody says like it's nice having an itinerary 100 yeah it was um god we we looked at what is it we landed and freezing obviously we went in october and um we get shuttled to the car rental place. So when you fly into Iceland, you fly into Keflavik, which is the sister to Reykjavik. So Keflavik to Reykjavik is about a 45 minute drive. Um, So on that 45 minute drive, the wife's going through Google, looking up things to do. We're finding stuff on the fly, which was the best thing we've ever done. And 
we went and saw like that chapel, like that cathedral. Um, I don't know the name of it. Everybody, I mean, yeah, you pull I've up got it in my mind. Yeah, everybody knows yep. that. Um, dude, incredible. Um, what else happened, How was man? The food? Um, dude, How was I'm not gonna lie, man. You you may hate me here, but I'm just not a fan of like that European food yet. It's okay. just it's just like the UK food, right? You've got it your beans, your man. meat. It's the same thing, and um, we we just weren't used to it. Um, and mm-hmm. but I would like to give it a try because I love toast. Right. I wouldn't mind having like a professional toast chef. Yeah, man. I wouldn't mind having the toast, like the grilled tomatoes that they eat. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll give the, the beans a try for breakfast. I haven't really done that yet, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's very, it's a very beautiful country. The, um, the nicest people we've ever met. I've only had one person, one person in Iceland. I was on the highway one. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. let me turn around. I'm going to do Yui. Let's go check out this. Um, oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm drawing a blank. What are those? Uh, you can jump off the side of the road and jump into them. They're like little saunas. What are they called? The little hot spot things? Or, uh... Oh, like the hot baths? Um, oh hot springs? God. Hot springs. You can just yeah. drive off the side of the road and go jump into it, right? So I, I – wow. Yeah, dude. I flipped a Yui, and this local driving by just gives me the finger. Boom. Flips me off. I thought to myself, like, dang, oh, man, no, like, man, oh, you were 150 yards away from me. I did obviously I didn't cut you off, but dude, he gave me the finger, bro. I, I oh, laughed dude. so hard, but then you know I just kept it pushing, man. Then but you um, got in the hot spring and relaxed and forgot about it. And it know, is. Like, I don't know if you have you ever been in a hot spring. I have actually. Dude, it's um, it's unique, man. It really is. It's uh, it was, it's it really is. cool um to be to be in something like that. And uh, yeah, so we. We drove and she paid for us to get into this like actual like hot spring, not the blue lagoon. We went to a different location. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And um great time, dude. We we saw a lot of cool things, took a lot go. of cool took a lot of cool pictures. Um it, it it was so cool. I I wanted I want to go back so so bad. And then the coolest thing about that is that we became really good friends with Hathor Bjornson. And his, Dude, I think it's his, incredible. yeah, bro. It, I think it's his strength and conditioning coach at the time, but now like he's his videographer. Um, okay. and his, his name is Runard. Um, super cool guy. Nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, you open the door to the gym and they welcome you with open arms. They're ta- you can take, you know, take pictures. It's like you're, you've been one of the homies forever. Um, and one that's, of the things that's unique. It's so cool. One of, and one of the things – I can't keep saying one of the things. Another thing, let's put it this way, was uh, when my uh, – yeah, our, our first son was born. Um, uh-huh. He was born on a Monday, just like how I was born on a Monday. I was born at 8.33 p.m. He was born at 8.44 p.m., which is cool. But the my – bro, my, you already know what's coming. So my – after he's born, you know, you you they um you can do the skin to skin and then afterwards when they go do the circumcision or circumcision, sorry, um, then they give him a bath and wash him up, they bring him back and he looks like this little hot potato. Um right. so after he's cleaned up, I, I call my parents because they're about an hour away. Um it was in Rockwall, Texas. My mom calls me, she's like, Hey, there's a package at the house and it's got your name on it. And I said, Okay, what is it? And she's like, well, I can't really see where it's from. Do you want me to open it? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't have anything sent to the house. And so she right. opens it up and uh, she <clears throat> said, it's from Iceland. And I said, Iceland? She said, "She said, yeah. I was like, send me a picture. Dude, Hathor Bjornsson, for everybody out there, Hathor Bjornsson sent two of his Iceland strongman jerseys for my wife yeah. and I. And they just so happened to be there. On the day my son was born, and he signed both of them, gave us each our own that individual so message. Amazing. Bro, like I get goosebumps talking about it. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't it's believe incredible. it. What other person out there, social yeah. media famous, um, in Game of Thrones, world strongest man, the whole nine? You you meet them one yeah. time, and then they do that deed for you like a year later is in, is insane to me. It is, man. I think, dude, you know what, though? Europeans in general, like, you make friends with Europeans, and they do treat you like family, man. Like, uh, 
one of my German friends, Dirk. I know I've talked to you about him before. Like Whiskey? Took took me in. <laughs> no, dude, unfortunately, right? No. Uh, but no, dude, took has taken me into his house, has has had, you know, his wife has cooked for me, brought me food. Like uh-huh. it's just your family, man. All the you time, are. Dude. And again, every dude, time. Again, it's like that sense of community, no matter where you're at. Yeah. You know, and that is that is probably one of the coolest things that I have found out about somebody is just that you know somebody like that has gone out of their way to to welcome your child into the world that way that's that's awesome yeah it's um it was definitely one of our best experiences of uh, of our lives in my opinion besides obviously having our first kid but um yeah it it was a great experience um iceland was definitely one of my favorites i would have to say Italy is definitely my second because I saw more cities in one country than I did like taking a cruise somewhere and getting off a port for eight hours, which is, I hate it, but it's cool. Um, but Italy definitely has my heart and, um, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to see what we could do. Um, you know, once I, once I get out, uh, to see, if it's even possible going there. Cause I, I was reading online that you can't just move to another country just to move there. They've got obviously yeah. their rules and guidelines. So, and for us to move there, we have to have uh, a, a residency that we're actually going to be living in. So we have to have an address set in stone um, and we have to have a job. But with me getting medically retired, I, I wonder if that's going to kind of help us in a caveat for, to kind of skate in, but, um, and you can't, what is it? You can't get the um, like the primary residency card. So you right. can you can get it. You can have it for like ten years, right? You have to have it for ten years before you you become a permanent resident in Italy, right? So you get like that little. It's almost like a, like a visa per se, but you get like that little temporary card to be able to go over there. And yeah. so once you um, once you do that and then you're there for 10 years then you can finally get that primary residency card you can become a citizen after I don't I forgot how many years it was um, it definitely takes a while um, but it's exciting to kind of look towards that but I'm not gonna lie man we've been looking at at homes we've been looking at condos we've been looking at whatever we can um, and you know anywhere from as low as like two hundred thousand to as high as like seven eight hundred thousand, obviously USD, and yeah, dude, they're they're the size of this room. You know, it's it's very different. Right. Everything is small. Everything is quaint. Um, it is, but yes, yeah. I can't wait. I I I hope so. If not, I'm not gonna be upset, man. It's uh I. And, and back to Iceland. I was just thinking about that because it's also small. Those places are right. tiny, bro. Like your washer and dryers in the kitchen, you know, which I'm not opposed to that. You know, it is what it is. That's the different cultures. I'm totally cool for something new, but the one thing that I, that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, the one thing that I did not like about Iceland, um, and, uh, again, anybody out there listening, if you can tell me how correct this is or how not it is, is, um, the sulfur. Cause it, the whole Island is a rock. Okay. Obviously. Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sulfur rock. is so strong it's right. it's uh in the shower pipes so when you're taking a shower right. you smell you smell like rotten egg that rotten egg smell dude it's awful i use like half a bottle that would be of hard getting wash. used to bro it's, it's right. gross it's gross so earlier when you asked me uh had i ever been to a hot spring so yeah. I've been to two like natural hot springs okay um first one i went to was in nagano in japan um those Did I know they have those they do so you ever seen like those snow monkeys that get the faces that are really yes. really red yes they're sitting in the hot springs that's oh, in nagano wow. in japan which is also where they had the olympics uh like i think 98 right we need it we need a jamie let's pull that shit up jamie yeah, yeah what yeah. year was the winter olympics in nagano um but word uh in saint lucia in the uh, west indies so okay. there's a town um, in St. Lucia called Soufrere, which is like a, a weird, well, I don't want to say weird, but like a, a derivation of the word sulfur, but like in mm-hmm. French, um, or maybe the dialect of fr- kind of French that they speak there. 98. Bro, I was right. You're Holy right. Cow. But yep. uh, so Soufrere, it smells like sulfur. It's named sulfur, oh, but that's the okay. hot springs I've been to. Okay. And um, they have like this like legend that if uh, you're you're a guy and you're uh, infertile or impotent or whatever, if you go sit in the hot springs, apparently 
you just have all kinds of babies. But that's not why I was there. Mm. Just want to say. Interessante. Uh, but uh, in, interessante. But uh, that's <laughs> but again, the hot springs there in, in St. Lucia, they had a very heavy sulfur smell, but not the one in Nagano. So I okay. don't know. Because like, obviously, Japan is known for volcanoes, right? We just we already mm. talked about a Japanese volcano. We talked about Mount Fuji. Mm. Um, but, Do you think uh, that's because didn't we have that... showed them the sun mm. two times or no? <laughs> Drop the sun on them twice? No, I mean, they're the land of the rising sun. Yeah. You know, but uh, no, but the, the, the uh, hot springs at Nagano didn't have that sulfur smell like the ones in St. Lucia did. So I don't it, know it what awful, the difference bro. is. It was awful. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a rough smell, man. It, it's it just like harsh. It smells like somebody hid an Easter egg and then we found it in July. You know, it's like, holy crap. Midsummer. <laughs> Dude, yeah. You're just like, you come downstairs in the morning, you're like, yep. What? Yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. is. But, but yeah, no, that, when, um, as I lived on the economy when I was in, when I was in Germany, okay. and, um, you know, so I agree with you, dude. Like everything is smaller. The rooms are smaller. The master bedroom, like what you're used to in the United States, is this big room you can walk around. It's not like that, and yep. it doesn't. It's not bad. It's just different. You know what I mean? And, and the it, structures lot, are so different. Everything is like they legit, are. like cement, thick rock. Every you know, Dude. you don't find this like stucco BS. You know? No. Here's the biggest thing that uh, for me was hard in Germany was there's no air conditioning. And I know there's such a first world problem. No it's such shot. A, a stupid thing to bitch about. But like, because you could buy like a portable air conditioner. But mm -hmm. bro, uh, especially when you're kitted up in the summer and you're like doing a case in the building and you're like trying to not just die of dehydration because you're sweating. Right. I literally would just go sit in the patrol car and crank the AC, you know, but having no air conditioning was uh was kind of shitty especially if you're trying to fall asleep at night and it's it gets pretty hot in germany Dude. man it's hot colorado's it's the same way no ac units bro in colorado bro we went to uh yeah dude we went to key what? we went to keystone so um if you go to denver so for you it might be i might have to go this way but you fly into like denver and then you take the highway uh -huh. this way, takes you to like Keystone, takes you oh, to Dillon, way. takes you to yeah. like all the like popular places. And uh, man, just because the altitude's so high, we went. I think we went to Evergreen, and Evergreen may have right. been seventy-two to seventy-seven hundred elevation, and nobody has uh, nobody has heaters, nobody has AC units because it it's just nice all the time. Um, that, but that is the first time that I have been at such a high altitude. We went to an altitude, I think it's in Breckenridge. Uh, we got the little okay. coffee mug. Um, Breckenridge was obligatory. 12.9. It was so high, but the whole time wow. that we stayed there, we were there for seven days. Um, I had to take uh, oxygen pills every single day. Nosebleeds oxygen all the time. Pills, oxygen pills, dude. It, so they they call huh. them oxygen pills. Let me let me let me back up. So they call them like oxygen pills. You can buy them at the gas stations, um, but it was essentially um, like a bunch of vitamins per se. Um, okay. That's a, I think that's what they were like labeled as. And uh, I had to take them every single day. Nosebleeds all the time, like crusty right. nose, uh, dude. It was awful. And right. The Airbnb that we stayed at, um, I counted the steps from the bottom up. It was 15 steps. Just walking okay. up normal, out of breath, just gassed like Holy I just ran – like, like I ran three miles in under 20 minutes. I was so – I was gassed. And I, yeah. dude, it was, it was awful. That just makes me think about those people that like climb Everest or K2 or like those massive Absolutely mountains. nuts. You know, dude, it is nuts, man. And I don't know if you've ever watched any documentaries about people that have done that. Have. But like the altitude sickness. Dude, and I, then I had like that in the, Arizona. Uh, you had altitude sickness? Yeah, I was dude, like. What uh, was that? What was, was that like? Um, to be honest with you, it was awful. Uh, it was a, a raging headache all the time. Yeah, I got, I got sick to the oh, stomach. Man. Um, in Arizona, I lived in like Phoenix, Glendale area. And then we went up yeah. to, it's called Heber. So we went up into the mountains to get a Christmas tree. And, yeah. and then, you know, we were there for two days and then we came back down obviously and, um, boom, just going up and then coming down really quick after that, like that, the altitude change, I had altitude sickness. It was awful. Damn. Yeah.
Yep. Uh, I've never had that, but I mean, it's just so, learning about just having to acclimate yourself to climb something like that, and then mm. you know, go putting your body through that, like, yeah, that's that's pretty nuts, dude. It, it yeah, is. it's it, it's wild. Um, man, it's definitely seems like we have been into some interesting places, and then um, absolutely. Of course, we're still not done. Like we're still gonna travel and stuff like that. I know you guys are still gonna do 100%. your thing, so it's uh, yep. it's awesome. What, yeah, a cool, man, honest, what a cool story! It is honestly. I think I'm not done with Italy for sure. There we go. Uh, as much of a history lover as I am, I've never been to Rome. I have to go to Rome. Uh, if I go, what? dude, I know. If I go nowhere else around the world before I'm dead, it has to be Rome. So, and then, like, hold Greece, on a second. Have you been to the mm-hmm. Colosseum? Dude, I've never been. No, I've never been. So here's why wow. I've been in Italy. I've been Florence, Pisa, Siena, and Ravenna. Okay, so I've I've been to two of those. I haven't been to the mm-hmm. other ones. So you've yeah. never been to Milan or Venice. I I haven't. You know who has that? Wow, my wife. Incredible. She was okay. stationed there. Yeah. Was she at Aviano? Um, but she was. Okay, yep. cool. I want to, man, and like I had all kinds of plans to go do that when I was in Germany, oh, sure, um, yeah. but then COVID hit and couldn't do any of no. it, bro. Yeah, man. And the, dude, like the year I had to do that, I was deployed, and so oh, just shoot. Yeah, man. It is what it is, but I, I'm going back for sure. And then um, I want to go to Greece. I haven't been to Greece yet. Um, and there's okay. all kinds of places I'd like to go in the Middle East, but I don't know if I ever will. Um, just Man, you know, obviously. <sighs> kind of dangerous but and then egypt Egypt i would like to i would yeah i would like to i would like to go i would like to go to egypt my uh my wife wants to go to asia so bad um which we're kind of like looking at trips man great question um i I, she really 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 wants to go to thailand um Okay. okay the reason why she wants to go to thailand so bad um yeah, I want to say Thailand, and I think there's another country in there somewhere. But she just wants to go experience the natural culture and feed elephants and hang out with elephants, Dude, do the just whole the live, laugh, love thing. Yeah, you know, eat, pray, love. Just yeah. go do it, man. Yeah, just... it's uh, it, I, I think we're gonna end up going to Greece first. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that'll probably be Christmas time this year, maybe. Uh, we might we might go to Greece, or we're gonna go back to Rome because we love it so much, and we're just That'd gonna be country. Cool to go yeah. to at Christmas time, dude. I I I can't wait. I went there like a, uh, my birthday was in May, so I went there during May. Um, so we might go to Italy Christmas time, and then kind of country hop up north for like nine days, um, yeah. and then call it a wrap. So that sounds great. I can't I can't wait to travel, man. But um so that's just a little bit about us. Um a lot about us. A, a lot a little bit a lot. A lot but about uh, us. Yeah, it's um uh, and you'll get to learn a lot more for sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it's it, it is awesome you know? to to see, you know, who we are. Um again, like why we created this podcast. Um and so now kind of going into it, you know what's uh what is something that you've seen you know here in california lately that is just kind of you know you know kind of crazy even though california has always got something ridiculous going on because that's where we're stationed at right now we're stationed here in california um so you know just to kind of talk um a little bit about you know what goes on over here in California that may or may not hit like mainstream media, but that also happens on a regular basis. And that is very, very real. Um, so what is yeah. something that you've seen lately? And, uh, I mean, you know where I live and yep. uh, I live closer to the Sacramento area. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. but dude, just, Oh, perfect story. Okay. So, uh, on Friday, um, we, uh, when I say we, I mean me and people from work, we had to go downtown Fairfield, okay? And um, the guy I work with, John, driving his truck, and this dude just runs right out in front of him. And Love like, it. on just there pedestrian. High as a kite, pull, pulls his hood up, like cinches it around his face and just starts swinging in the air, dude. And, but, you know, and we're just sitting there talking and watching this. Of course, he slams on his brakes. And yep. he's like, dude, what the hell? You know, and 
the guy runs onto the sidewalk. So John just kind of like accelerates really quick to get, you know, away from, yep. from that guy. But then you look around and it's just like, we, we maybe went up a block and cut a right to go like down back towards base. Mm-hmm. And, um, he almost hit a homeless encampment that was on the sidewalk, but was so big. It was, had, had eaten up the sidewalk. It was like kind of into the street on the corner, just like part of a tent. It's so and bad. Dude, that's man. everywhere, man. It's yeah. everywhere. It really, and it it's really not does even, suck. Yeah, and it's not even just like you know, dude. For so we for Mother's Day, we went to Oracle Park. Me and Demi, we oh, went. Yeah. We took her mom. We saw yeah, him. we actually we were both at the we were yeah. both at that game. Yeah. Um, but we we get off the highway just into San Francisco, and obviously, like where Oracle is, is in a nicer part of San Francisco. It's right yeah. on the water, you know. But we we get off the highway, the exit go right down at the stop sign and right there in the corner is just first off mounds of trash okay and then somebody just asleep in the grass right there you know at this crazy intersection and you look around and it's everywhere man yeah and it's not even like i'm sitting here and i'm not even trying to be like condescending you know because is you honestly kind of feel bad for the fact that these people live like that but it's just like dude the it almost feels like no one wants to try and fix the problem, you know? Yeah, and that's what's so kind of it's, heartbreaking. It's to different me. when you like, so people know, like people that don't live in California, right? What's the first thing that comes to their head? Like, Oh, screw California, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. California is beautiful. I personally it think is, it's a beautiful man. state. There's so many things to do all the time. Great okay. food, great drinks, great, like, like lifestyle. Um, you could be somewhere, you know, away from the city, but then hop on a highway and then boom, you're good to go. Right. Um, of you course, you could go to the beach, the mountains yep. and the desert in the same day, man. L- literally within an eight hour span, yeah. like, all, like all that. Right. But it's, yeah. you know, you see the homelessness out there, you know, you know, veteran, veteran, uh, homeless veterans are not, but like you, you see it out there, right? Everybody knows like, oh, California's this, Venice Beach is trash, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it is over there. It's very bad. But the, um, the homelessness, like you're touching base on, like nobody essentially wants to fix the problem, man, it's, uh, it's awful. And of course it's only getting worse. And then to find out a couple months ago, maybe, I mean, I could be wrong, but I found out that, uh, the city, San Francisco, uh, pays people to be homeless. So what does they that do. show? What does that show you and show other people out there? Like, hey, how is that actually helping homeless people when you're kind of showing them like, hey, stay homeless. We'll pay you six hundred and some odd dollars cash. Give you two hundred dollars mm-hmm. in food stamps. Cool. I'm homeless. I'm probably a a freaking addict i'm gonna take that cash and go buy drugs i don't have a home i don't have you know and they give them a cell phone bill it's like that that obama thing like dude it's ridiculous the the obama phones yeah dude yeah it 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 almost well not even almost it does it it incentivizes homelessness incentivize that's the word Um, i'm looking for yep yep and uh you know maybe we can talk more at large about this you know on on a podcast and because honestly this topic deserves its own podcast right own it episode does, but it needs help there's i know there's a book i recently read um the guy who wrote it his name is michael schellenberger um, okay. but the book is called san francisco and if anybody out there listening has never read it i highly encourage you to read it right what a title it's i op- it's eye-opening um, and I know I've told you this before, but I'm going to, I'm going to mention this statistic because it's a very weird and obscure statistic, mm-hmm. but it, it encompasses this problem perfectly. Okay. So the city of San Francisco in 2020 paid to replace, I want to say it was five light posts. You go and you're five good. Five light posts. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. My, my computer did something weird. Yeah. So in 2020, San Francisco paid to replace five light posts just because five. they had fall, five of them, right? But and I know this, that's not a big number, but when you hear why, okay, they had fallen over because they had been peed on so much that the urine had corroded the bases of these light posts that they had fallen over, um, which is insane, dude. And and wow, it's homelessness that has caused that because they're peeing on. Someone peed on this light post. So many people had it. It fell over, you know, and and caused damage and had to be paid to be replaced. But that to me, the fact that like 
something got peed on so much that it and fell over is five of them. Yeah. Is, is nuts. But yeah. you know, um, I, I encourage anybody who, who wants to, uh, to read that book because one of the things he talks about a lot is the homeless problem and how, okay. um, there are models, um, again, like in Europe, um, talks a lot about Portugal, um, Sweden, these places that have had homeless problems and deal with them. Um, you know, talk about housing first, you know, paying people to, you know, or incentivizing jobs, stuff like that. And um, there's models that work in the United States isn't interested in doing that because these people that are in charge of fixing homelessness, it's it's lucrative. Man, you know? I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with what I'm about to say. We can talk about this on another podcast or another episode. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that blows my mind right now that's been going on for a year is mm -hmm. the war in Ukraine. How are we going to send billions of dollars to the B to yeah to proxy war a country that isn't even in NATO? It's none of our business. But like I said, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But I'm pretty sure that if we were to have that money, put it towards homeless people or like trying to help resolve world hunger, I'm pretty sure we'd have a very good leg in that race. But like I said, that's another yeah, podcast. No, it's right. You know, that money, you're right. It could go to trying to solve the homeless problem it could go to trying to solve infrastructure problems we have Dude, in the country it's crazy uh, you know education um i think it's something like two years ago uh 66 uh and this is or i should say two years ago prior to covid right the mm -hmm. year prior to covid uh there was a um survey done and 66 percent of american eighth graders were considered to be not proficient in mathematics okay and then 70 percent were, were uh, deemed not proficient in reading. And these are eighth graders, okay? Wow. Now, you throw on top of that two years of COVID lockdowns. True. And just think how far behind those kids coming up are, right? And how much, you know, just the education system. And what, dude, not even to mention just how much teachers deserve more than they get. Yeah, um, but I agree. There's, just, just to drive that point home, man, there, there's so much better uses. Um in our country, I think, uh, to, to Crazy. put that money toward. Um, yeah. but you know, again, that I think that that whole topic deserves its own episode, but yeah, it's um, gonna be a good I one. think that's a great way to just kind of like wet our feet and show other people, you know, that are listening to us. Like this is, these are the kinds of things that you and I are interested in. These are at real the problems. end of the day, right. We love our country. Right. Oh. And we, right we there, just want to see right there. <laughs> We just want to see, um, you know, America be, be great, you know, and not, 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 not trying to, you know, oh, make America great again. That's not what I'm saying when I say America be great, but I'm saying like, I, we do, we care. We want to talk about these problems. We want to talk yeah. about them on a platform like this. And, you know, hopefully other people are listening. And if you're listening, you feel the same way. Um, yep. in, in biggest way, in the best way, I feel like we're as, as a group of people, Americans, we're so unique and different at the same time. Right. Uh, that's how we're going to fix these problems. Do we need, about we need our warriors back, man. Like that thing, you know, we could talk about it too. Uh, uh, you know, on, on a deeper note uh, next time is uh, that that men's retreat that I went to in LA for spirit, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual warfare, dude, it's mm -hmm. being like how, when you, when you message me and you're like, man, I bet you it feels good to be around like-minded individuals that right. all have the same mindset to yeah. take this this bubble off these these like warriors in this sense these men that are afraid to speak up or 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 silenced you know like it's like you know I, we do need that we need we need it back you, you know you we do man and you should you should touch on that real fast i think before before we do close up i think you should touch okay. on that retreat a little bit um because it is that let's go full circle real quick. Right. So I that mean, sense of community that we, mm -hmm. we do that, that sense of community we talked about, yeah. you know, and I was talking about how, you know, the Japanese culture is so centric on duty, yeah. respect, tradition, right. Mm -hmm. There people like to, there's, I feel like there's this almost like self-loathing that 
as a country we've gone through the past mm-hmm. several years like it's that it's almost not okay to to love your country right and kind of cast off what it means to be american yep. and get dude 100% our country is not without problems okay yeah. um but but that sense of duty respect and culture that the japanese have i think that that's that's something we could adopt and should adopt here in the united states and i and i say that because a lot of this stuff that goes on with people act like things don't matter, the value systems we say we want to have in the United States, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's nihilistic. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's not important. Those That causes problems. And I feel like that that's become a culture, the self-loathing, nihilistic Participation issues. trophies. Right. Participation trophies, sure. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just like talking talking Ooh. about these issues having a community that cares about it like those that's what's going to hopefully turn us around and um but i i think that you should you should talk a little bit about that retreat you went to yeah i think it's it's, important um you know uh first and foremost i like kind of before like getting into this real quick uh i do want to say and give a shout out to to my wife because um before i met her um i don't talk to be honest with you ma'am um I don't talk about it with anybody. Um, I mean, not even not even my not even my wife sometimes. Um, but I have been getting better about it. But um, there are times that you know I just put a facade on. You know, I smile. Hey, you know, you know, like everyone asks me, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." And then you know, at one point in my life before I met her, uh, it was it was like a dark area. It was going down, um, kind of like a dark path, but no drugs or, you know, not doing anything like yeah, stupid like that. Not drinking, mental health. dude. Just your mental health. The the mental part of it, it was just going down a bad spiral. And um, you know, when I met her, she um she never pushed it. She just asked me like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to church. Do you want to come?" And I haven't I hadn't been to church God maybe since like middle school and um same honestly and, yeah and, and it's just one of those things to where like after I met her um I was uncomfortable but I still did it you know mm-hmm. um I I was like I've always believed in God and you know I do believe that he is the higher power and you know we're Christian right. um so going to that changed everything right i haven't been the best though because we've been together since 2018 so you know my progression with going to church has kind of been like this you know and i feel bad too because we're a team right her and i are a team and we're a partnership and so if i don't go I know it's like eating at her to where she probably is like, okay, I don't want to go because he doesn't want to go. But I, it's, yeah. it never was like a – I never said I didn't want to. It just came up to like you know, we found something different to do or like I, you know, I, if I didn't say I wanted to go, um, which I think is what she was looking for. So you know, that is definitely something that I have, uh, I have fixed uh, recently since moving out here. But um, to come back um, – very much so believe in God. I, I, it, it's, it has changed my life a lot in the past year that I've been here. Right. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so I went to this little, uh, retreat thing, uh, a very, very, very good friend of mine, uh, former Navy SEAL, I believe of 16 years, four years in the Marines. Uh, his name is Eddie Penny. You can find him across all social, uh, social media platforms. Um, Great went to American. this, oh man, absolute warrior. Um, and um yeah it, it was a great thing great it was called the yeah it was called the kingdoms men gathering so kmg and where was it it was in california it was in la you know the stigma of california being like such a blue state and whatever the case may be um you know going to that was also eye opening yeah. to be like wow california isn't like this but the social media of certain certain platforms push it that way to yeah. where like it makes it like they're the devil and dude they're 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 not like being there around those guys it was a freaking free event i told the wife dude, she immediately if I could, go ahead yeah go 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 and say if i could 
to use a military term, if I could piggyback on that real fast, right? What you just yeah. said, man. Uh, my wife is from California, right? Mm. So, and my only experience of California up until I moved here was was my wife. Okay, sure. And dude, my wife's an amazing person. She's not what the media portrays Californians to be like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I get here, and obviously I have all these 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 expectations, expect, not expectations, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah, well, right. I guess Let's call them expectations. Yeah, it's 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 these preconceptions. That's the better word. These preconceptions of what I'm going to experience, right? And dude, meeting her family and then meeting other people that live here, you really do see, like you said, like those those pockets of that kind of stuff that exists on social media exists, mm, right? Yep. And it exists in in specific places. But dude, California, aside from like you said, being a beautiful state is full of Americans that love their country. 110%. And, you know, and they love their state. They love their country, right? As my yep. brother likes to say that they're California supremacists, you know, because I mean, <laughs> it's, sure. it's a beautiful state and it's yeah. a beautiful place to be in, you know, and, yeah. but it is, you know, it gets a bad rap, um, but it's not, not all of it is, is deserved or true for sure. Yeah. It's, um, that's what it is, man. It's just like it, it, those certain platforms and they go that route and they push it. Um, you know, granted there are some people that may feel different to like, Oh, I just want to get out of California. Okay, sure. Fine. Then, you know, do what you want to do. Be happy. Right. At the end of the day, just yeah, yeah, do yeah. what makes you happy. Um, I, if we end up staying in California, um, I don't think it'll ever change, but I hope they cut their taxes in half. But uh, other than that, yeah. um, being at that men's retreat was a was a much needed thing. And as soon as I told as soon as I told my wife, she was like a hundred percent yes. And you know, I'm sitting here like, man, like I can't take the kids to this thing. You know, I'm like, God, what's gonna happen? I, you know, because it's from nine uh, nine to three. We ended up running it until four o'clock. And she just straight up told me, this is how this is how awesome having a great partner is, of course, is she said, don't worry, I'll just take the kids, go do this. I said, okay, awesome. Stress-free in being there um, was just awesome to, like I said earlier, to be around like-minded individuals, to be around men, to be around warriors, to tell everybody in there to like, don't be afraid to speak up don't be afraid to want to follow and you know chase god or you know whatever the case you may believe in as far as your religion right there's a higher power for everybody and um you know and just hearing the i think it was like five or six individuals speak ended up meeting also uh daryl strawberry which is a mlb all-star yeah. i didn't know yeah, that, that until i showed my wife yeah. and she is a huge fan of him so got a picture with him or, or she did um but um yeah listen to everybody speak their testimonies um where they came from you know what they went through and where they're at now and you know where they're going is it's just eye-opening and to you know for me coming into this because it is new for me to like not be so naive about things um you know i'm about to be 34 man it's and i'm not like that person but i'm just saying like i i, I like to have an open mind and being there is probably one of the greatest uh couple days that i've done in a while for spiritual warfare um because it's real and um it, it, it was it was it was it was great eye-opening and i was like man um like this stuff right here just goes to show you that how many people are that are, you know, that in this state believe in God, positive mindset, you know, mm -hmm. just where they came from. It was good. It was great. I loved it. I would do it again. 110%. No questions asked. Yeah, man. No, that's that a great experiences. And, um, like you said, it's awesome to be around like-minded people. It's yep. encouraging to yep. to see that there are other people because I think that other people that think that way and believe that way, um, because I think the media just kind of portrays a lot of doom and gloom, man. And it's it can cancer, make you bro. feel alone. It, it can make you feel alone in yep. certain uh, beliefs and certain lifestyle decisions. Um, yep. But but you get out there and you meet people, and you know we talked about. A community in Europe, um, but we have a great community here in the United States as well. And yep. you know, it's good to to walk just away silenced. from. They're, what, 
It you is. know, like there's a yeah. And it's good to walk away from what the media portrays it to be mm-hmm. and go out there and meet people and you realize just like how not alone you you really are. And that there's a lot of, you know, Americans out there that are still proud to be Americans and, and believe in what this country says it believes in, you know. It's it's encouraging at the very least. You yeah, know? it's and, it's great. It's and you know, with uh I just saw this the other day i think it was uh to do another plug out there is uh the sean ryan show absolutely love that guy that that guy's you know is is another warrior true american um and he said in one of his podcasts that i was watching that how the military is going which we'll talk about this later um he said for every bad leader there is a good one coming in its place so you know like we were talking earlier the bureaucracy in the military there's leadership in certain you know units squadrons whatever are not the best but just if you know if you can kind of hang on eventually they'll get replaced right but um yeah it's it's i i hope this next election is is one for people to really kind of think about and um you know i'm not going to talk about all this other you know negative voting bs and the stolen votes but you know it's i i hope this one is like um a very true eye-opening thing for people like look what has happened this presidency like like nothing positive has come from it but i don't want to get into that so I, I look forward yeah. to the conversations you and I will have the closer we get to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, the elections, you know, I know we'll talk about it. You and I are both um, interested in politics and at the end of the day, most interested in, um, you know, seeing our country be the awesome place that it is. Just patriots, so, man. But, um, you know, yeah, man, a couple of patriots, bro. You know, yeah. Just Mel, Mel Gibson out there in the uh, South Carolina wilderness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Nah. But uh, yeah, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. I look forward to all the conversations you and I will have. I look forward to what people have to say, the things they want to hear you and I talk yeah. about because this guys. isn't just for you and me. This isn't just for you and yeah. me, man. We we want to reach people and we want to hear what people have to say. We want to hear what you want to hear. We want to hear what you don't want to hear. You know, yeah. we're and I'll put it this way, man. Express your opinion. We want to hear it. Um we'll express it back, whatever yeah, that means. Um, you know? And um Yeah. It's it's gonna be a good time, you know. And here that you guys see behind me, I'm slowly in the process of putting in like a little podcast studio in here. Um, You know, just I'm not in a prison cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) not 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 in tech school. Um, No. So it's uh yeah, it'll be a good time. And so before we go, because I didn't do this at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the episode, which I'm sure you're gonna know what's happening. um, Is first off, if you guys support. Uh, or will support us, you know, uh, like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notifications, follow our social media platforms again across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always start an episode off, right? I know it's the first one, but we're always going to start an episode off with a good old fashioned dad joke. Okay. So I had to get a different one because we had an oops in the last one. So we this, did, man, because we need this. We need an organic, organic. This is joke. this is great. So, yeah. this this one right here, I'm gonna ask you in in the viewers, what's the difference between a piano and a tuna? Please, please I hope you don't. Dude, know I, I think I know the answer to this no. one, bro. Dude, you you can tuna piano, but you can't piano a tuna. Is that what oh, it is? You, you had it close. All right, you can did tuna okay, piano. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you want me no, to say no, no. It? I, oh, okay. No, say it, say it, say it. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Yeah. So, dude, that's good. That's no, my dad I like joke. it, man. So, um, and you know, so we're gonna do uh, episode two. Um, maybe I'll do dude, a little, little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a teaser. Okay. So, a little bit of a teaser. Episode two, doing? you guys, is gonna be. Somebody from this branch right here that is a veteran who lives five minutes away from me. Um, and 
he has been there, done that, got a t-shirt, and is a patriot through and through. Um, I can't wait. It's super excited to have that individual as our first guest um, on our second episode. And he is, um, we're going to set it up here, and he's going to be uh, in studio here in, I say the studio, God, it feels feels kind of kind of weird saying that. It's, and, it's uh, bougie. Yeah, bougie, so I like it. we're going to have it set up in here. He's going to be here in-house, um, and obviously having uh, Gresham here as well. Um, he's going to uh, be through the, uh, the webcam here, and we're going to have the podcast, and it's just going to be... You know, a, a few dudes in here talking about it, and you know, it's not going to be about Greshwanai. It's going to be about it's going to be about him, him serving his country for for the Marines, and it's he's just going to talk, get to know him more. Into, you guys get to know get him into more. Some of the yeah, into some values. Yes, man. You know, gonna, what, it, I, what it means to other people to be an American. I have oh, eleven yeah. questions. Uh, typed down just i was just i couldn't sleep man i'm like dude i gotta think of questions so um yes so yeah it's gonna be a great one um we're looking to probably shoot between like thursday and saturday if we can work that um yeah at some point we can get a schedule down to where we know you know record days and you guys can expect a podcast on you know on and to get to the point where you guys can expect the podcast on a certain day you know i'd like to get to that point you know yeah Um, Um, yeah man dude great great conversation with you tonight i I thoroughly enjoyed it it was it was a good time i hope we uh didn't bore you guys um again this is uh called intel within podcast this is uh myself chris and then of course co-host gresham um, we look forward to the future and doing all these episodes and, and topics that are going to be unhinged and there's no boundaries. We're going to bring you guys honesty, truth, and it may or may not upset some feelings, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. People need to hear That's stuff. Okay. So That's okay. Yeah, we will catch you guys at episode two. Thank you guys for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, yeah. See y'all later.